Hello, my name is Carl Lloydhauser. I am the senior pastor of Grace Community Church, and I am so excited that you are with us on this podcast. We also want you to get connected in a church family. If you don't have a local church, check us out at gracemontrose.org. We want to make sure that you have an opportunity to grow and connect with God. But we pray that these next 25, 30 minutes that you spend with us are powerful, that God meets you and speaks to you because he loves you so much. Good morning, church. Thank you. Ah, feels so much better when you say good morning back. Anyways, hey, can I, uh, can I just take a moment just to recognize all the people who have sacrificially given up their lives to, uh, for our freedom. I mean, guys, we get to do this here in this church right now. There's so many places around the world that don't get to do this. But I don't know about you, but I love America, and I'm so grateful for the people who have sacrificially um, just given up their lives for what we do here. Can we just give them a round of applause, give their family a round of applause? Just want to honor them. So beautiful. So beautiful. Sorry, E.G., I will not be translating in Chinese today. I could do a lot of things, but that is not one of them, my friend. So uh, I get to speak to you on Family Weekend. I just want to welcome all of our students and kids that are in the room today. I'll try to keep it PG for you. So, uh, <laughs> so anybody, um, anybody loving this message series, Silent Killers? Man, this has been so good, so good. So much freedom has come out of this, and I think that uh, even more today is going to happen. Um, but uh, I get the privilege to close out this message series today. So if you got your Bible, let's, let's dive right in to Matthew 4. That's where we're going to spend a majority of our time today. If you don't know where that is, Matthew is the first book in the New Testament, first gospel. All right, you guys there yet? That was quick, I know. Usually it takes me 35 seconds to find Matthew 4. All right, Matthew 4, chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I get it. I get grumpy if I don't have lunch in time, right? The tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord, your God, to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this, he said, I will give you, if he said, if you worship, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord, your God, and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended to him. And I love this. I've had the, the opportunity to study this scripture for the last couple weeks. And I have found out so, there's so much packed in this right now that I didn't even realize. I think a lot of time um, we just read through these things and we don't stop to just study them. But I love this because um, it taught me a good lesson this week is that the devil 
loves to take God's word and twist it to make it sound good. Does he ever do that? Yes, he does. The crazy thought about this is that he's willing to debate the word of God with the word of God, right? And how much more vulnerable are you and I to be tempted or to stumble on something that we thought God said or where where, uh, Satan is twisting the truth in our lives, how much more vulnerable are you and I to that if he's willing to do that with Jesus? Satan, we need to understand today, is that Satan will do everything he can to make you fall flat on your face. Everything. He will even use scripture to do it, to make you sin against God. Let me ask you a question. Who knows the word of God better than you do? Huh? I heard a lot of... Satan, thank you, Adam. Satan knows the word better than you do. The only problem with that is, is that Satan can't tell the truth. He can't. It's not in him. Because even if he does tell the truth, it's wrapped in some hidden agenda to make you sin against God. John 8, says, this is Jesus talking about the devil. It says, he was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And even though he may know God's word better than you, he can't tell the truth. It's what he does. He lies. So how do you know if Satan is lying? When his lips are moving, Okay. It's what he does. And you see him in this moment using scripture to trick Jesus in the desert. What we didn't talk about is right before this time in the desert, Jesus was baptized. Right? What happened in his baptism? He was baptized in the Jordan River. All of a sudden, the skies open up, and God goes, this is my son, who I am well pleased. Well, man, it's a really good thing that he just heard the truth. It's a really good thing he encountered the truth from his own father. And in this moment, he's no doubt thinking, man, some homemade sour bread sounds, sourdough bread sounds really stinking good right now. Right? Right, Renell? Yeah, yeah. Renell's our sourdough lady here on staff. But he's thinking that. But hey, let me tell you, church, just because something sounds good doesn't mean it's beneficial for you. It doesn't mean it's a good thing for you. And Jesus in this moment, he's hungry. He's exhausted. He's emotionally exhausted. He's physically exhausted. He's weak. And the devil comes to him and back in verse five, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. So if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Church, that's true. This is Satan talking. That's actually true because he's quoting Psalm 91 verses 11 and 12. But now that we know the whole story, can you see what he's doing? You see how he's twisting God's word. He's twisting the truth. And in verse seven, I didn't catch on to this till earlier this week, Jesus answered him. Repeat this with me, church. It is what? No, it's not written. It is what? Also written. It's also written. 
Yeah, I know what you said, but you know what also is written about that? Yes, do not put the Lord, your God, to the test. And we see Satan in this moment, man. He's just, he's going toe-to-toe with Jesus. And Jesus is going toe-to-toe with him. Heavyweight battle, man, just going after it. Scripture for scripture. And Jesus is doing spiritual warfare. Satan is trying to make Jesus stumble over his own words. It's amazing. This is where you and I, we have to be so in tune with God's word. We have to know what it actually says. You have to know the truth because Satan will try to twist the truth. And you in that moment could go, ah, I don't think that's right. You got to have the sermon for those things. And we cannot be blind to his tactics. Have any, has anybody ever questioned God's word? Anybody ever questioned his goodness? Anybody ever thought God wasn't with them in tr- times of trouble? R- raise your hands. Raise your hands. Anybody? Cool. If you didn't raise your hands, I don't know if you know this, but we're talking about lies today and you're all a bunch of liars. Okay? So I have. I've done it. I've done it. Right? And, it be- and if I believe the lies beca- it, um, of my situation or who I am, it's, it's, I believe the lie from Satan that he's spoken over me, right? And every single time I go there, every single time I know that I do something that pains God's heart, my mind immediately goes, well, geez, I'm just no good. I'm no good. Now he's disappointed in me. Yeah, oh, man, how could he ever love me, man? I, I did the same thing I just did yesterday. How could he ever love me again and again? Well, here's a good one. Maybe you've said this one to yourself. Well, that's the way I'll always be. That is a dangerous, dangerous lie. A dangerous, twisted truth. That is not true. That is not from the word of God. That's the way I'll always be. So I brought, I brought this today. Does anybody know what this is? Oh, you know what? I saved the best sermon for last. Don't tell the other two services that, because my, especially my wife was in the last one. So anyways, you're very good. This is a driver. It's not a golf club. What is a golf club? But more specifically, a driver, right? So I have to tell you something. That's the way I'll always be, right? That's the way I'll always be. So every time I would step, step up, you know, to the, to the tee box, I'd put my golf ball in there. And, you know, I, think, I like to think I'm a pretty good golfer. I'm not going to be on TV anytime soon, but, you know, I do my best, right? And so I would, I would step up to the, for years, I would step up to the ball, you know what? And I'd take my swing, right? Take my swing, and what would the ball do? Anybody want to guess? <sighs> slice, right? It would slice. And I'd do it again. Get up to the next tee box. <sighs> slice, slice, slice. And the reason you slice is because at the point of contact, your club face is slightly open, right? Even if it was one degree open, you're going to slice. So what I did is I got really smart and started taking YouTube lessons. (laughs) And uh, I started taking YouTube lessons and started figuring out. But before that, 
right? I was like, dude, I'm just going to always slice. It's just, I can't fix this. Before my YouTube lessons, that's the way I thought. And what I would do is I was like, well, the ball's going that way, so I think I'll just point this way, and it'll end up somewhere over here where I want it to go, right? So, I, so I'm here to testify, church, after taking YouTube lessons, about eight out of ten times I can hit this ball straight now, you know? But what, that's where we've been. That's, where I, that's what we, some of us do in life is we compensate, right? We compensate for your slice. You compensate for a lie. Well, I messed up again, so I guess I'm just a mess up. I know where I need to go, but I'm going to take this roundabout way to get there. You know, I'm not, I haven't been always good with money, so I guess I never will be. You know, I'm a mess up. I'm broken. It's just the way I always will be. Once a slicer, always a slicer, right? Once a slicer, always a slicer. Church, can I tell you something right now? Just because you've always been doesn't mean you will always be, right? Come on. Come on, church. I was, God's ready to set somebody free today. Just because you have always been doesn't mean you will always be. And your issues are not your biggest issues. Your predicament is not your biggest predicament. It's what you believe about it. And we see Jesus in this moment. He was in a predicament. He's hungry, he's tired, he's weak. And, and Satan comes to him and he tries to twist the truth. But he goes, you know what? I know my situation sucks. But I know the truth. I know what my father told me. I know the reason I'm in this desert right now. Right? If you allow God to renew your mind and to renew your thinking, hey, church, once a slicer, not always a slicer. Right? I love that. Thank you, Jesus, for that word. Yes. Again, verse 8. The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Sometimes the devil is really, really sneaky in about the way he goes about tricking us. But sometimes he's really bold about it too. I see Jesus, he's battling Satan in this moment, right? Satan tries to trick him two other times. He's like, well, that ain't working. So I'm just going to go for it. Satan, you can have all, or Jesus, you can have all this if you just worship me. Sound familiar, church? Sound familiar? Well, you know, I know that relationship's not good for me, but I'm going to do it anyways because it feels good. That financial decision, oh, that's a really dumb idea, but I think I need it. I think I need it. Listen, if Satan can get your eyes off of what you already have and onto something that you think you need or you want, you will worship the thing that you want or you need instead of the blessings from God. If I just had more money, man, I'd be good. I'd be set. If I just had that ranch, man, I would live in peace. Who wants a ranch? I do. Come on. Come on. If only my marriage was like this marriage over here. Mm. And we start to get our eyes off of what we already have, what's right in front of us. And we start to envy and ultimately worship the things that we think we don't have. And if God, what if God, right? 
so we think we need more money. What if, what if God said, you know what? I need you in that job. I need you in that job because without you in that workplace, the love of Christ would never be known and your boss would never come to Jesus. Well, I want that ranch. Well, what if God has you in that house because maybe your elderly neighbor needs someone to care and love for her? What if my marriage, I want my marriage to be like that marriage. Well, maybe it just takes some work. Maybe it just takes a little bit of sacrifice and submission to one another. And we start to envy these things. We don't think about, well, hey, I better work on this marriage because I know God has ordained this marriage. He's ordained it and it's set up, it's designed to set generations of Jesus followers. Generations. Man. Verse 10. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He says, my kingdom is greater than all these kingdoms. He's like, I don't need that. The devil left him and the angels came and attended to him. We'll praise him for that because can you imagine how different our lives would look if Jesus would have stumbled in the desert? If he would have gave in? It's like, ah, I'm really hungry. Yes, bread does sound good. And you see Jesus here, he's doing spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Church, do you know how to do spiritual warfare? Yeah, I heard one, yeah. Well, apparently we got to teach you how to do it today. Do you know how to do spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare. It's a real thing. And if you don't know that you're under attack, maybe you haven't been doing it right. Maybe you haven't been doing anything for Jesus if you haven't been attacked lately. Ephesians 6, I'm just speaking truth, I'm just saying. Ephesians 6, finally, be strong in the Lord. It's one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite scriptures here. Men, we think that like, this is our scripture, right? Oh yeah. Ladies, this is for you too, okay? Be, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. So that when you take your stand against the devil's schemes, for our struggle is not against your mother-in-law, for your struggle is not against your boss, for your struggle is not against that person who cut you off on the street, but it is against rulers, against authorities, against power, uh, powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore... Put on the full armor of God so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with the f- your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Church, when the devil wants to throw accusations towards you, that's what you bust out, your shield of faith, so it can extinguish all flaming arrows from the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, and this one right here we're going to talk about just a minute, the sword of the, this is what I got, I'm sorry. It's, it's foam, it lights up, it's kind of cool, but 
this is what I got today. So, the sword of the Spirit, which is what, church? The Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 11. This is David talking. He says, I have hidden your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Church, we have got to get the Word of God in our hearts, right? How do you get the Word of God hidden in your heart? Man, you study it daily. Study it. Soak in it. Let it speak to you. The, the Word is alive, and it will speak to you if, you if you want it to. And if I could be honest with some of you, you don't even know where your sword is. You don't know where it is. And you go, well, you know, I just... I think it's in this closet somewhere, you know, where, where I stole it from a hotel room one time, right? Or my friend's baby got dedicated and they gave it to me. You don't even know where it is. Or maybe you're like, oh, I know where my Instagram app is and I know where my news feed is. I know where my Twitter feed is. I think the Bible's in here somewhere in some kind of folder. You don't know where your sword is. Before the word of God can come out of your mouth, it has to be hidden in your heart. And I know that Carl has said it so many times from the stage. Christian, Jesus follower, if you are a serious follower of Jesus, you need to be in the word every single day. Every single day. I know life is busy. I know life is hard. But if you don't make time for it, church, you're going to get eaten up alive. You're going to get eaten up. Why? Why do we need to study the Word of God? Why do, we have, why do we need to have it hidden in our heart? Because it's really hard to do battle against Satan if you don't have an offensive weapon, right? So what does the Word of God do? What does the Word of God do? It convicts us when we go astray. It directs us into God's will. It comforts us when we're hurting. It encourages us to become more like Christ, it reminds us that, hey, worship in this life, it ain't about me. It's about him. It strengthens us. It washes over us. It changes us in who God wants us to be. It helps us recognize when Satan is trying to twist truth and lie to you. Church, the word is alive and it's active, sharper than any two-edged sword. What do we do? What do we do when we're in battle? We fight back with the word. We fight back with the word. I don't know if you heard me correctly. We fight back with the word. You are in a spiritual battle, and if you don't have your offensive weapon, it, you are going to be in trouble. You fight back with the word. What do we do when we're depressed? Psalm 42, 5. Why, oh my soul, are you downcast? I put my hope in the Lord, right? When your family is under attack, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, right? When you think you can't make it another day, Isaiah 40, 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When the diagnostics from the doctor did not turn out like you wanted to. Matthew 19, 26, with man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Isaiah 53, 5, by his stripes, we are healed. When you're unsure of what you want to do in life, Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all, 
with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Seek his will and he will lead you into the path. If you're feeling ashamed, Romans 8, 1, right? There is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. 1 John 1, 9, but those who confess their sins, are fa- he is faithful. He is just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When your marriage is under attack, church, if you are a married couple in here, you are under attack right now. You are under attack. Draw your sword. 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not jealous. It is not boastful. It does not keep records of wrongs. It never gives up. It never loses faith. It is always hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. Three things. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, love. And the greatest of these is love. Not today, devil. Not today. Not today. Not today. You cannot have my family. You cannot have me. You can't have my situations or those people who I love against who are around me. Church, you need to know how to do spiritual battle. You have to have the word of God in your heart. Okay? If you think that the devil is a cute little guy with a pitchfork and a Halloween costume, you probably think Jesus is a tender little hippie with a lamb around his shoulders and a staff, okay? Although he is love, he is righteousness. He is full of grace, but he returns in judgment. And when he returns, Revelation 1 says this, his head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace. And his voice thundered mighty, like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand. His right hand, his right hand. And repeat this with me, church. A sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth. What was he doing upon his return? What was he doing? He was doing spiritual battle. He was speaking the word, speaking the word, doing spiritual battle, just like his father did in the beginning, right? Just like his father did. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and the word is Jesus. Church, the devil is a liar. Jesus is the truth. Devil is a liar. Jesus is the truth. And every single time you sin against God is because you believed a lie from the devil. And that if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So whenever the devil comes at you with a lie, you pull out that sword and you say, get behind me, Satan, for I know who I am. I know who I am. I know the truth about who I am. I know the truth about my situation. And I'm not fighting from a place. I'm not fighting for victory. I'm fighting from a place of victory. Greater is the one who is in me than the one who is in the world. Church, let's pray. (sighs) Church, I uh, I feel like God is just convicting us today. He's convicting us into a... A deeper relationship with him and to know his word. So, Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for your truth. Lord, and I pray that it just convicts us today that we have got, we've got to, we got to do this better. 
because we're under attack and things aren't getting easier. The days of just swimming through our faith is over. We have to be armed. We have to be ready. And so Lord, let there not be any chinks in our arbor, but we be able to fight back. We would go on the offense and we would draw our spiritual weapons and we would fight back when we are under attack. And so Lord, I just thank you, Father, that you are gentle, you're merciful, and you are convicting us today to get into your word. Father, we're not fighting from, from uh, fighting for victory. You have already done that. You've already done that through Jesus and his death on the cross and through his resurrection. And we are fighting from a place of victory. We are victors because of what your son has done and we can do this. We can fight back. So Lord, protect us, convict us, speak to us as your word says that it's alive and it's active. And we just praise you, God, for your word. We thank you for it. We thank you for giving us spiritual weapons. In Jesus' name, we all said together, church. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope that God spoke to you. We would love to follow up and care for you any way that we can. So come visit us at gracemontrose.org. Say hello. Let us know what we can do to help you grow in Him. God bless you.